What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor. You know now in the Chinese New Year around the corner, anytime I say with a touch of what, it just reminds me of uh, something else. La. You feel extra lucky. La, it's purely unintentional. Purely unintentional. Purely unintentional. Oh, just it? the the what? What? Is it a micro... Yeah, it's the... Microaggression. Racist microaggression, is it? Why is it a microaggression? <laughs> no, 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 no. Me is me... But This is me participating in your culture, no? Oh. But what makes you think that saying what is a Chinese culture thing? Of course, mm. lah. Which other person... Which other... <laughs> which other people says what that often? Huh? Right. Uh, it's true. Is it racist it's saying true. that? No, but then most people who say what is has to be your Chinese ethnicity. If you if only if you make a mockery of it, you know. Yeah, I never make a mockery. By, by, I by, by purposely, you know. purposefully saying using a bad pronunciation of an English word to make it sound like a Chinese word. You know? No, no, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm pretty sure if you you're like those uh those it, American uh commentators who who deliberately uh don't do the white do the white thing that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> who are these commentators no, wasn't it, who that, say it in wasn't this it day comedian like uh, do the right thing you know that kind of thing yeah you mean from a movie la. Yeah, la, yeah la, from a movie la, or, or stand up comedy or what uh, Russell Peters right I mean I, I think yeah, this Russell day Peters, and age dude, that was, yeah this day and age that kind of thing doesn't fly so you you, you better watch how you do your what properly yeah. <laughs> no if you if you go back like a hundred episodes it will be the same what with a touch of what, Terence? Mm, with a touch Maybe of... Maybe I should say with a touch of what. Yes, a touch of... With a touch of what? With a touch of what? 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 Yeah, what? You can save her. Uh, yeah. But yes, anyway. Um, yes. We are thick into 2023 already. And already, yeah, there's yeah. so much uh, things and news happening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Mm. Um, any, any highlights of the first week of 2023? Um... There've been a lot of uh, uh, you know, public figures passing away in in recent days, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, the Pope Benedict, right? It was Pope Benedict. Mm. I mean, I think late last year it was Pele, Pele as well. Then now yeah. even Singapore, the icon Simong Hu, rest in peace. Uh, mm. Yeah, all all very much in these few days. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I think the the creative icon Simong Hu, that one, wow. He's really, he's really a legend, yeah. Mm. Legend. Legend, yeah. I remember the first MP3 player I bought, the digital one, was Creative. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the Creative Zen. Mm. And it was dope. And uh, was dope. if you're any older than that, also you remember installing the Sound Blaster cards in your PCs. Sound Blaster. We're, we're trudging down yeah. to Simlim Square to look through the lists of like, uh, you know, how much every card was on those t- long lists with tiny little fonts. And buying some blaster card and hoping that it will enhance my experience at home with my uh, beige color PC. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah, and I mean he, this guy like he's he's really a legend. If you are maybe if you weren't born at the height of his popularity or fame, just go mm. read up on all the articles that are being written now about what he achieved because it's insane. He was uh, he built a uh, one of Singapore's first truly international homegrown companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took on Samsung, he took on Apple, he went head to head with Steve Jobs and won. Yeah. Badass, man. Yeah. And I think he Rest was... in peace. Yeah, they were one of the first companies in the consumer tech space that that was really trying to, you know, bring bring uh, tech to the masses, like, right? With MP3 players mm-hmm. and all. Correct, so, correct. Uh, you know, everything that you hold in your pocket today, you have in your pocket, your iPhone and all, also, to, I'm sure to some extent they have some patents and all that are, to this day they are still they're still uh, they still get paid for that, right? Because they were yeah, they yeah. were I mean, there so early yeah. on in the game, uh, yeah. I mean that's what he went uh, he took on a- uh, Apple for. Apparently, yeah. Steve Jobs visited the creative booth at one of those tech fairs, arranged a meeting for the creative people to present to him what they're developing, and then boom. They just took it and ran with it. Mm. So he was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Then Apple settled with them for 100 million. Yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to Creative, man. Yeah. And Simon Hu. And never, never, I'll never forget uh, how they also got Paris Hilton as their product ambassador. 
back in the day. Is it? Yeah, yeah, creative. So that's how aggressively they were marketing to the world. Uh, I mean, yeah, lah, debatable, wow. lah, Paris Hilton, whether she's the right person to front your brand, but, but regardless, I mean, the fact that you name, remembered, la. yeah, the fact that you remembered, and that was when she was a lot more popular, lah. Yeah, 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 popular, very popular. That's right. Mm-hmm. But yes, but cool. Um, yes. But before we we jump into all the 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 big topics we're talking about, what do you have to yeah. plug? Uh, that is our dear subreddit community. Um, uh, it, the link is in the show notes. I think now it's it's slightly above two thousand members. Um, and I think one thing that for for both of us, for me especially, like, is to to be more, mm. more to respond more actively on Reddit because um. I realized like the past month and all, I was kind of off the grid, but I'm going to get back mm. to that. And 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 it would be great to also see you guys sharing your thoughts and just posting about anything. Mm. Anything mm. doesn't even have to be related to our podcast. Mm. I mean, don't don't force yourself. Lah. Like, like uh, for yeah. me, for me, Reddit really has become an organic part of how I, I find news or interesting nuggets from the internet. So I, I really spend quite a bit of time on Reddit day to day now. So so it's mm. uh you know I, I I do respond and and it's not I'm not faking it or just doing it for the clicks I'm there because I'm just there I'm just hanging out on Reddit so you know so you're saying I faking it is it Terence no I'm just saying don't force yourself I'm going to respond and I'm going to sit down for twenty five minutes now and time myself you know like uh, responding to Reddit comments enough that we don't hear from you no. for another seven no, days however. However, I do it. None of your business, dude. No, no, I no. Just, I, just, I, I said, don't do force it. it. I just say, don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come organically. Let it come organically. That's the that's the, yeah, uh, but the time now. Yeah. Certain things, if you want to exercise, you just let it come organically. No, you need a plan, and mm. then you stick to it, and then it becomes organic. A habit, lah. Build a habit. Build a habit. Yeah, lah. Habit. So, so yeah, lah. Yeah. So, how you build a habit? At first, you have to to put this guidepost, lah. Say, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, you will respond. So that's yeah. all I'm doing, Terrence. Yeah, I'm just saying, don't do it in one blast. Don't we don't hear from you for another like <laughs> month, and after oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and do it again, and then I blast, and then we don't hear. Yeah, from yeah. You. yeah. Regardless of how I do it, regardless of how I do it, Terrence, we have yes. different approaches. We are different try. people. We will try. Yeah. Okay. We will try. Yes, we will try. Yeah. Cool. 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 But yes. Okay. Uh, shall we jump yes. right into that first big topic? We should. Mm. Um. Yeah. So. So, it's a. Uh, it's not the most Singaporean news, mm. but it's something that that we wanted to talk about, lah. Basically, uh, Dana White, who is the CEO and founder of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, uh, who is arguably one of the most famous people, uh, in the UFC, even mm. though he's not a fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was footage of him and his wife at a bar in Cabo, Mexico, on New Year's Eve, getting into a bit of a a little bit of a kerfuffle where uh, she slapped him and then he proceeded to slap her back. Mm, that's right. And the video was leaked, leaked none other by TMZ, which is kind of a tabloidy outlet in the US. Mm. And since then, it's been flooding the news. Mm, mm. Uh, and why has it been flooding the news? Um, I think when you have any big public figure, uh, you know, in the act of domestic violence... Uh, generally, it's 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 a lot for a lot of people. It's career ending, right? It's uh, mm. them having to step down. It's them having to issue apologies or, or really do something that 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 really um it's a career ending move, like, When you when you lay your hands uh on your spouse, especially when it's a man mm. hitting a woman, right? Um, mm. and especially when the woman also is the mother of your children and everything, like. So mm. it's. There's also been uh, word spreading around, and literally, I think journal uh, reporters or ESPN as well uh, coming out and saying that they've been told uh, to downplay, to downplay the 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 extent or at least the coverage on this whole incident a little bit because of because uh, ESPN does have uh, have business dealings with the UFC. Or is it? Is it? Mm. They're, they're owned by the same parent company. Is it? Um, uh, no, I think ESPN is the Dis- distributor. Yeah, yeah, ESPN is the distributor owned by Disney. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Endeavor, yeah, Endeavor yeah. is the parent company of UFC, and while they know what yes. is the president of the UFC, la, right? Uh, so yeah, yeah, they're very. ESPN has a very multi-year contract with the UFC and everything. So 
Um, apparently, the reporter said ESPN had been told to downplay the entire incident a little bit, like, and and it kind of goes against everything that we know about um, how executives in in very public uh, and public figures in big companies should behave. Uh, so it's kind of a a bit of a there's a there's a lot of people watching what is going on, what is going to happen as a result of this incident. Uh, but for you, like I mean, you're not someone who follows uh the UFC very regularly or, or the chatter about it, right? What made it yeah, more interesting yeah. for you also? Um I mean it's just one of those things that like what you said, if such a big public figure mm. does something that is almost universally condemned, right? Um uh, mm. the action like what's going to happen la? Um, and I'm always mm. curious to see how someone's status or fame influences what happens after they fuck up la. Mm. Um, and and of course when researching this incidentally there were some almost almost too coincidental uh, facts or, or, or things around the corner la, mm. because Dana White I mean he's the founder CEO of uh, UFC it's UFC has gone almost mainstream, right? Yep, yep. Uh, you you would say it's mainstream, right? Yeah. Um, and the the thing that is just around the corner that was already scheduled mm. was the launch of his latest uh, pursuit, lah, which is um the power slapping league, mm, mm, right? Power slapping league yeah. is that what it's called? Power I think slapping? just power slap. Yeah. Power slapping yeah. league. No, just just I think yeah, it's just power, power uh, slap. Yeah, the power slap promotion or whatever. Yeah. Ah, power slap. Yeah. So it was literally, basically it's a slap fighting league. Yeah. If you have never heard of the term, right? Basically it's a sport that originated in Eastern Europe where two grown men mm. or women stand opposite each other and take turns to slap each other. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot defend against a slap. Yeah. Um, and I think it was sometime last year when Dana White started sharing uh, videos or excerpts on his Instagram just telling his fans because he has a huge Instagram following also mm-hmm. just telling his fans yo this is this is unreal you know should I bring it to to UFC Fight Pass which is like their aggregator for sports la. yeah and then it announced that um, they're launching a league and it's supposed to launch like in these coming weeks mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's been taken off the schedule very discreetly by TBS uh, mm-hmm. the, the platform that is airing it so then I was like wow could this be a, a publicity stunt or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if I if I put on my my cynical hat, like because mm-hmm. I I didn't know about this power slap league until this happened. Yeah. Um. So so those two things like stuck out. What's going to happen next? Even his position and the proximity to the launch of the power slap league. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy crazy coincidence, but uh, it also is inspiring a lot of uh, jokes and memes about mm. this entire thing. Like, although domestic violence, yeah, it's not something that to joke about. I think it's just the the timing of um you know the power slap power slap league promotion being uh being launched and Dana White's uh apology and everything. But uh but just just yeah. to to rewind a little bit to the actual incident itself, right? Uh when you watch the video like uh of the slap happening well how do you feel about it? But because I mean um, okay just just for context I think um it's very clear that his wife slaps him first, right? And um, mm. it's in the middle of a club, you know? So obviously, probably in a New Year's Eve party, the, the, the emotions are high and, and maybe there's a lot of alcohol involved as, as well. But how do you feel when you actually saw the slap and all that? Um, because it's taken from quite far, mm. right? It's from someone who's on the lower floor and then they're standing in the balcony of the club or something. Mm. So at first... Uh, I was thinking, oh shit, when is the slap going to happen? Mm. Because they were arguing. Yeah. And then it cuts to a clip of her like leaning on the ledge with her head in her arms. Mm. And Dana White, like, I was like, oh shit. It's... I remember reading that she slapped him first. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? So then she tugs him and she slaps him. Mm. And then he immediately slaps back and then he slaps again. And mm. then they go out of view. Yeah. And he's a big ass guy, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So I watched it. I was like, wow. Uh, uh, it was like um, like 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 yeah. I was like, whoa, shit. But I will also say that mm. I, I I it's not one of those videos that I found hard to watch, and I don't know whether that makes me a horrible person or not. Yeah, basically the fa- the target fan for power slap power slap league. <laughs> no, no, fuck. I think power slapping is fucking stupid. <laughs> but I watched it. I was like, oh wait, um, 
it, it's almost like okay, there's a couple having having a, a fight, and of course, I I I share the sentiment that yeah, like as a as a man, mm. um, just as a bigger person, mm. regardless of gender, mm. you shouldn't slap someone else lah. Like gender, of course, men don't slap women. Mm. But even if you're a bigger person, you just slap under like that. Mm. That's when I was like, oh shit! But I had to think about it. Like it wasn't something that I I deep down inside I was like, oh my god. So by your logic, like, you? it, by your logic, if it's uh, if he was shorter or smaller than his wife, it would have been okay lah for him to slap, to slap her. <laughs> no, so so, the, so that's where, <laughs> like a giant wife, yeah, huh? yeah. a giant wife, like Tom Cruise and uh, Nicole Kidman when they were together. Mm, mm, mm. No lah, even then, even then, I would say even if you track it by signs, right? On average, men have higher muscle des- density than women, right? Um, mm, so mm. so. With, with all that, I still feel yeah like, As a guy, you should never hit a woman lah. But but what about you mm. uh, when you watch the video? Um, I mean, the probably my thoughts also come from the context of, of following the UFC as a sport and and just knowing how Dana White generally uh, uh treats you know journalists that he doesn't like or you know fighters that he doesn't like and all that. Um. He he has I mean he's so far his his whole entire career he's managed to you know uh use verbal verbal uh assaults or, or basically just use words uh, right to insult people or, or scold them and all that um or, or used mm. his power as the you know you know probably a, a very rich president of the UFC and everything he, he's used that to his advantage uh, um. So this is the mm. first time, you know, really seeing him uh, lose his cool, lose his composure and, and, and really strike someone. And unfortunately, that person is his wife. Uh, but mm. if you ask me, have I, am I surprised by seeing someone like Dana White do something like this? I'm not. Lah. Because uh, mm. the, the things that you read about, you know, you read about what he does, what he says about about people who disagree with him and all, it's, uh, it's very clear the guy has a, uh, you know, certain uh, anger management issues and things like that. Though. So for this to actually be seen now and, and, and captured on camera and all that, um, feels like it's a long time coming, you know? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, what, I think, out, what have been some of... Could yeah. you think what? If you, you want to go to the in the rabbit hole, there's basically, there's this particular uh, MMA journalist called Ariel Helwani. Who for mm. many many years has been the has been widely recognized as the leading or one of the best journalists in, in mixed martial arts because he was there from the very beginning in the two thousands mm. and everything and and he followed mixed martial arts and he, you know from 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 just a, out of a hobby or interest it grew into like he literally was hired by ESPN to become like a, one of their leading journalists in MMA and mm. then subsequently he left because of differences and and. And also because of, of ESPN's relationship with Dana White la, and the UFC, la, right? Um, mm. But, in the, you know, they, they have a very long history of, of uh, you know, Ariel Hawani covering the sport, covering UFC, and then after that being banned from covering the UFC, and then after that being reinstated, and then after that uh, deciding he will never go to a UFC event and everything. But essentially, it boiled down to when um, early in the days, I think it was UFC 199 or something like that, when when they were about to announce that uh, Brock Lesnar, the WWE wrestler, was going to make an appearance at, uh, and fight at UFC 200. It was meant to be a big secret reveal. Uh. And then uh, this journalist, Ariel Hawani, leaked uh, the information. He knew the information. He got the information and then he leaked it before the announcement at the UFC event. And that apparently mm. pissed off Dana White so much that since then he's banned uh, Ariel Hawani and has said a lot of bad things about him in the media, in the press and everything. And um, yeah, basically, even even jostling ESPN and all to to push Ariel Hawani out, la, which is essentially what happened. Like, Ariel Hawani left ESPN. So, long story short, um, Ariel Hawani has has he's also provided a lot of uh, receipts about how badly he's been treated by Dana White in the UFC. So, if you follow the sport mm. and you read his things or you li- listen to his podcast or, or watch his videos, uh, you know like yeah la, Basically, it's a very um, yeah, Dana White is not exactly a saint either, la, right? Um, and that's why uh, watching this, watching all this unfold, it's kind of like you kind of saw it coming, la, and and uh, unfortunate that it happened. But it's you know uh, now it's like the time of reckoning, la, Should can 
can the UFC continue with Dana White uh, as the president? Mm. But for because, you, I mean, you know, do you ever, for yeah. any point of time, uh, do you ever, because there are people who are saying this on the on the internet, uh, that the wife slept first, what? so, I mean, you, what, you expect him to just like not retaliate, especially when there's alcohol and everyone's emotions are so high and all that. Uh, isn't that gender more, equality is it sorry what because <laughs> gender equality gender equality la, gender, yeah, gender equality, equality plus you know alcohol you know makes people make bad decisions so it's it's not like he was at home and then he punched her in the face or anything like that la, right uh, it was in yeah. a public space and, and and she slapped him first It was she got emotional she slapped him first provoked him to respond la, right um, so yeah. is there is there uh, uh, you know, does this does we all say domestic abuse like, But does it exist on a spectrum where a slap in a club is very different from, uh, you know, punching someone at home? Like, can is there any place to maybe find, uh, forgiveness for Dana White in that case? I mean, I mean, like, I don't think it is completely binary. Mm. Like, if you're at home and your wife is like. Uh, like on like over you just punching you in the face you know <laughs> like <laughs> you can't just like take it like you know mm. that means um, why you beat back you uh, can't you just beat back no not beat back like I don't know like defensive maneuver or something mm. but that's where that's where I also feel like okay like um, there's there's hitting a woman but there's also self-defense mm. and mm. like when, when I was thinking about it before I was, I'm like why is it so ingrained in us that the man cannot hit the woman mm. um, and how I thought about it was yeah, like if you look at the average, uh, average weight, average height, average muscle density, I would even go so far as to say as average strength. I mm. don't know. Typically, I would imagine it would skew towards males, right? Mm, mm. So, by, but even though, even though I know the arguments in MMA itself, you know, for mm. all those transgender athletes, yeah. where you talk about these sort of differences, it, it, it gets very, very polarizing, you know? Mm. Some people are saying that, oh, of course, uh, uh, a, a man who uh, undergoes sex sex change becomes a woman should be able to compete in a women's competition because mm. he's a woman, you know. Yeah. But then the argument, the moment they look at a lot of the physical factors, like is clearly an imbalance, mm, 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 mm. Right. Um. So that's why I feel okay as a as a guy, you shouldn't hit a woman. Um. But yeah, it is. I I do think it's it's not super. How you say? Yeah. No, I would say by, by and large, only in extreme circumstances you fight back. But the whole he she slapped he slapped back. Yeah, like, I don't think that's that's good. Like, I don't think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, I would add to like, but how would you respond? Yeah, I would add to your options of like you know just sitting there taking it or self defense. I would add to that. Uh, just get away la. run away, walk away. Right. Uh, mm. you don't necessarily if you feel that you're in that kind of bad situation. Uh, especially as the yeah like you say the guy, uh, you know. At least, at least I'm brought up like that, lah. You know where you walk away, lah. You you don't you you walk out of the situation rather than than uh, confront it at that moment, right? Um, mm. And hope that hope that everyone cools down a little bit, lah. Because I think yeah, for the wife's side, violence also isn't a wasn't the right option to take, lah. Right, even if she was very upset with something, um, especially yeah. in public in a public space like this and all. Uh, but yeah, lah. So so, it, I mean, they know why he's got. I, I'm sure he's got bodyguards and everything that like, you know watching him. So if he walks away, I'm sure it's easy for him to to you know maintain some distance between himself and his wife, lah. Right. But but that's the yeah that's the hard part, lah. Self control, being able to just like I mean put put your emotions aside and just like try to try you know try to find a, a space space for yourself to just cool down as well. Uh, yeah, I'm curious how people of different generations would answer to that. Like, mm. why should a man never hit a woman? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. You know, like what you said, I think I also was, was brought up that way. Mm. I don't know whether maybe people like younger generation these days, you know, with a lot more emphasis on gender equality would ever say anything different. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious. But I mean, we th- there's also been statements by the both of them. Like, mm. Dana White uh, recorded a video interview with TMZ, mm, mm, the mm. news outlet that broke the news. And... I mean, he he did say like that it's uh, I'm one of the guys you heard me say for years. There's never an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman, and now I'm here on TMZ talking about it. Mm. My wife and I have been married for almost thirty years. We've known each other since we were almost twelve. We've been through some shit. We got three kids, and he's embarrassed. And right now, his focus is on the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, he said him and his wife are cool. They've spoken about it. They've shown the video to their kids. Yeah. Um, now the focus is on the kids, and even she issued a statement. 
Dana and I have been married for almost 30 years. To say this is out of character for him is an understatement. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Mm, mm. Unfortunately, we were both drinking too much on New Year's Eve and things got out of control on both sides. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, like the only people who haven't really put out a statement as of now is UFC. Uh, I think ESPN deferred to UFC. Mm. Uh, Endeavor hasn't said anything. The share prices of Endeavor, which is a listed company, has, has dipped by like 17%. Yeah. So yeah. there is there is reactions like, but but what do you think of those two statements from the both of them? Uh, I mean, there's definitely an element of damage control, right? Whether or not they actually mm. make those statements or what is is debatable, like all the PR teams or what. But uh, I think it's more telling that the USC and and Endeavor and all haven't haven't actually made any statements, like, because um, like like what we mentioned, USC is much is a much newer sport. They just became mainstream in more recent years, like, right? Compared to the history that basketball or football or 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 any other you know uh big global sport has has had la. um and i can't imagine any president or head of any of these organizations in those sports if they are you know so publicly uh recorded so publicly uh witnessed uh you know committing uh, domestic uh, abuse or domestic violence against a, a partner that they'd be let off the hook mm. that easily, like, you know, with just a yeah. a TMZ interview that that almost seemed like, oh, you know, it's such a sad situation. Can you tell us a little bit more about <laughs> it? Rather than a what do you have to say for yourself like, kind of situation, you know? I, I can imagine if it was yeah. the NBA commissioner or, or even the FIFA president who who did something like that, it's be it'll be a big, much bigger hoo-ha and, and also also because they are their bigger sports, all right, but the, the hoo-ha be much bigger and more likely than not, they will be made to step down, right? Uh, I, I, even in Singapore, the the recent incident I remember was uh, when the Privé, the Privé group, you know, the CEO, the ex-CEO mm. of the Privé mm. group, mm. Correct, yeah. uh, I think he was convicted uh, making some kind of, uh, some kind of uh, really aggressive, rude statements, sexual harassment kind of statements against an underage boy in a lift uh, that he encountered mm. after a party. So he was probably inebriated and, and, and and drunk and everything like right, so he made some of these statements and I threatened to to attack the boy or something like that. Made threats uh, and was convicted of that. Mm. Um, for a while, I think the the restaurant group actually tried to stand behind him as CEO, and they put out a statement saying that you know they stand by him and his and what and and uh, his contributions to the to the company have been uh, very important and everything. And then they faced such a huge backlash. That they had to backtrack on that, and basically the CEO had to step down. Uh. Um, yeah. So it tells you that that even if for businesses that aren't very big, uh, the the backlash can be huge, uh, when when they stand behind employees or even the the CEOs who do very uh, nasty things in public. So it's quite uh, eye opening to see that eh, there isn't this this news is not going crazy yet. It's big news within the within the sport itself, but outside of the UFC and everything, um, you know, it hasn't received as much coverage or on ESPN or what. And then it turns out that journalists in ESPN have been told to suppress, uh, not to talk too much about it, and not to make too much of a fuss about it. How do you but feel that one about is, it? Is leaked. Yeah, yeah. It's not confirmed, right? It's, it's I leaked, think it was a it? tweet from a journalist himself. Yeah, let me just verify that quickly. Mm. Yeah. Just, just I just noticed the the little uh, Easter egg. Uh. Mm. Uh, what's on your T-shirt, uh, Terence? Oh yes, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm wearing this because it's close to Chinese New Year. It's nothing to do. It's not coincidental at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn coincidental. But what is it for those who can't see the video? Uh, it's a one championship. It's a one championship T-shirt, uh, The rival promotion to the UFC. Yeah. But this is not yeah. sponsored by them at all. <laughs> really, really. I just woke up today. It's I was not like, sponsored. I was like, do I want to wear black again? Because I've been wearing black all the time. And they're like, okay, there's this t-shirt. Let me just wear it. And then, oh, it's the one t-shirt. <laughs> oh, we are talking about UFC. Just so happens. Oh, why not? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, because I think I think like, like the, your last question about like what do I think about the ESPN journalists being silenced? I mean, mm. ultimately, ESPN is a huge ass media outlet right mm. and I and, I, and, I, and I, my default mode for any huge ass media outlet is always a, a healthy dose of skepticism mm. and and knowing that they will never be objective mm. uh, there will always be some sort of pressure to do one thing or the other and I think why why it's 
is tricky, I can imagine, is because UFC is a very hot property. Mm. Dana White is is like the person who brought UFC mainstream. So so it's just the the similar case of he's too powerful to fall. Um and I think I think one thing that I imagine it being tricky because apparently the UFC has remained quite silent when uh, some of its fighters have been accused of domestic violence. Mm. Uh, this one, I'm, I'm not sure of the history, like, because there have been people like John Jones and Mike Perry and the, the UFC kind of takes apparently like a muted stance on it. Like They're not like overly condemning. But then I was thinking, mm. maybe it's because they are in the business of violence, mm. right? Mm. So, so, so it's almost like if New Water uh, as a company... If someone pissed on the uh, 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 an employee of New Water pissed on uh, the pavement or something, mm. you think New Water would come out and say that we condemn the urination on a public public property? I don't know. I can imagine it might not be mm. as universal as other companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that makes sense in any way, it, it, it's just. It, in, I mean, in the way you know, like one championship, uh, like w- what you observe also in terms of how they market it, which I think Chatri who is the founder and CEO, has publicly said also, or has mm. insinuated that the UFC is all about the violence. Whereas mm. one is about the martial arts. You know how mm. martial arts instills respect and dignity. For UFC, almost they export violence. Mm. So when there's any form of violence, what would your stand be? Like? Which is why this whole thing is quite interesting. Like, I cannot imagine him carrying on as CEO. Mm, mm, mm. I feel something has to happen, lah. But but uh, what what do you think? Given that you are more familiar with UFC's history, um, I think yeah, what you talked about the fighters and the domestic abuse controversies have uh uh is very true, lah. Like like I think they were called out for being insensitive when for the very first UFC card that was on ESPN, they had a they had a former football player who was. Like American football player who was convicted of domestic violence, uh, make his debut in the UFC, and then on the same very same card, they had a a female fighter who was literally weeks before subject to her own case of domestic violence, uh, and and was 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 probably still very traumatized by it. Uh. So to put them on the same card itself kind of shows you that within the UFC, there's a that there's probably a blind spot to these things, uh, That they don't think that it's a very bad look to to do something like that or in very, very bad taste to put uh, uh, someone who's, you know, guilty of domestic violence next to a victim of domestic violence in the same UFC card mm. that that uh, basically launched the UFC to the mainstream, right? In the first ESPN card. So it tells you that the dollars and cents really matter much more than common sense, uh, unfortunately, uh, in that case. You know, which, and then some would argue it's just a sport, you know, what they do outside of the sport, you don't, um, we 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 as fans shouldn't care, lah, right? But uh, I think that's where, as an organization, they 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 need to they they need to care, lah, as the organization. It's not for the fans to have to police this themselves, but I think the organization has to be has to be careful about these things, especially because uh, UFC, like, it's a big business. Lah. It's no longer just a you know a underground hobby or anything, or, or like Kimbo Slice fighting the backyard. It's 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 yeah. a real business that that um. Literally, kids today are watching. Kids are looking up to these fighters. Kids are, are you know, growing up saying, "I want to be a fighter," and they're, they're going to. I mean, now there's so many kids going for like, uh, jujitsu classes, right? Uh, taekwondo classes yeah. from like two or three years old. It tells you that that it's become really gone mainstream now, where people see it as a legitimate sport. Uh, mixed martial arts is a legitimate sport they can follow. So I think the people that they place in front of these organizations at the top of these organizations. Um, says a lot about where what they hope the sport can become as well, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you said, that's the reasoning for why uh, you you have to you have to look at that you know these fighters, these executives, their personal lives and how they conduct themselves before before you think about what what they do for the sport or so, right? As in just from so the sport itself, think, yeah. Do you think he will stay on? Uh, well, I mean, the UFC has had a lot of controversies, like, not just regarding domestic violence, but a lot of things like uh, drug testing, drug testing is fighters, and 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 what you know, certain things they allow, certain things they not. So they have as a, as a very new budding sport, it's gone through a lot of controversies. Uh, 
in his time. And if they're, you know, if uh, my, and, and the interesting thing also is that Dana White is not just a, he's not just someone who was employed by the UFC, like, right? He was a, yeah. he was part of the original group of owners as well, like, right? So yeah. I think he's got much bigger say than, than how, like, let's say the NBA commissioner or even the FIFA president has over, over his own appointment, like, right? As the head of the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, the, the, it's like WWE, like, you know, you watch someone like Vince McMahon, literally the CEO, whenever he wants, he can just write himself into the storylines of, of this, of whatever's going on in the, every week in the show. And literally as we speak, mm. I think Vince McMahon has just reinstalled himself as the, as the executive chairman of WWE after retiring a few months ago already from some, uh, yeah. from some, uh, sexual harassment scandals or something. So, that's the kind of power that Dana White has in the organization. So, if you ask me, will anything be done? I actually don't think so. I think uh, this will, you know, fade into the 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 distant collective memories of uh, Reddit and nothing more than nothing more than this, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I mean we we'll we'll see because this is fresh off the news, lah. Right. Uh, pretty, it's yeah, quite fresh, lah. Right. Fresh, yeah. Pretty fresh. So yeah. so we'll 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 see but, what happens. But, like, but I mean you, one more thing I just wanted to also ask you is what what do you think like uh uh ESPN, you know, do they, do you think they should be covering this more? Or or you know, based on their business interests or that they can talk about it but they don't have to just hop it up. What what do you think? Ah uh, well, yeah. one I think I don't know whether there's a more or, or uh, like there's a perfect answer, but I think even as a business, right, mm. the smartest thing to do is just cover it enough so that people don't suspect anything. Mm. Um, mm. Because, I mean, ultimately, uh, as a business, you also want to not say show what you stand for, mm. but show me like, uh, like show what you don't stand for. La, and mm. like, um, I think it's inevitable in this day and age, la, right? Yeah. If someone does something, but... Oh, that one that one is tricky, man, because eh, technically they have a business relationship, but they're not owners of them. They're not owned by USC. So I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I think th- the thing is if their journalists are being told to not cover it, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's alleged, right? right? It's alleged, yeah. Yeah, alleged, alleged. Yeah, la. Yeah. But for you? Um, I think, yeah, the even for, as a business... Kind of thing. I think this is where they need to, you know, really, uh, maybe, maybe even if it's your working partner, you're someone who has a contract with them. Maybe it's time to nudge the UFC towards more, a uh, more professional kind of management, right? Uh, mm. Rather than the the owner, one of the the early owners of the company and all still running the ship as he ran it twenty years ago. Because I think that's the reason sometimes you see companies like. Remember Uber? When Uber, one of the mm. founders, um, I can't remember his name. Travis. Yeah, Travis. Travis Shalini Yeah, when he yeah. was running Uber, it was all about the hustle culture and break things fast and, 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 and all that, like, right? But when Uber got to a certain size, a certain uh, geographical footprint and all, uh, you had to play by different rules, uh, right? You had to play within the rules of the country and and, and not always be seen as like uh, the maverick and trying to... to to break uh, all the infrastructure that was in place already, like, right? And then th- that's mm. when you know he had a big uh, there was a big hoo ha about how he how he treated uh, their own the own drivers who were driving Uber and all that. And um, yeah, he had to step down as well, like, right? So yeah. maybe for the UFC, it's time to and, and his partners as well, like, it's time to really time, uh. nudge the company towards that because I mean. Uh, that, uh, to Dana White's credit, I think the UFC has been trying to become mainstream, not only by just beca- being more popular, but also instituting things like uh, drug testing for all athletes. Uh, you know, signing out USADA, uh, which is the US, I think the, the drug administration, uh, they, they, they are the ones who test the athletes. Uh, they're meant to be an independent organization mm. that that is paid by these sporting organizations to randomly test and report on their, their athletes, uh, right? So, so the fact mm. that UFC signed up for that uh, tells you that they 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 want to try and police the the drug use within their own sport. Like they want to be seen as a clean sport, you know, and and um, probably more than anyone else, the UFC has been 
as in really trying to to uh, you know create that the the feeling that it's it's uh it's not legit, yeah it's legit. legit it's not that basement sport it's not that underground fighting it's not that backyard fighting thing that you watched on YouTube in two thousand six with Kimbo Slice and all that. It's, it's different it's a professional sport people wear uniforms there's there are referees it works with like athletic commissions in every state and things like that so. To to that end, maybe this is the the last bastion that they really need to overcome, which is to remove any uh, you know over or like like really controversial personalities who are who are heading the company at the top lah. And uh, mm. I mean, you have to recognize everything that he's done for the sport. Yes, he's brought it to a very different place, but also maybe he's not the man to lead, to lead it in this in this uh, in the next decade or so already lah. The the one thing I think definitely will happen is he's he'll no longer be the face of the power slap competition. <laughs> like it's too it's too fucking close to the to the incident. He probably yeah. will be removed from that. Yeah. Uh, whether or not the power slap leak still goes live, yeah. who knows? But I I'm actually curious. So I didn't know this would have this happen until you you sent the link to me. Mm. So if anyone listening also wasn't aware, it's just interesting to watch like because. Can you imagine in the span of less than a year, mm. we have a, a slap that has taken taken the internet yeah. or at least parts of the internet by storm. Yeah. Right. Too, not a fucking yeah, slap. Not a fucking slap. Not a slap. Yeah. And then now they, they monetize it with the power slap leak, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was just reading out on a power slap leak. It originated from Eastern Europe. And then uh, there was one article that pointed out, okay, these sort of sports are not that ridiculous because in Russia... Yeah. There is the team fighting championship. Yes, yes. Have you heard yeah, of it? Yeah, I've seen I've seen the videos. It's crazy. Holy shit. It's like UFC, which is one on one. This team fighting championship is five on five. Yeah, it's yeah. basically gang fight, uh, basically gang fight. gang fight, but in a in a cage and a, as a spotlight. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And you can see videos online. They have a YouTube channel. They have four hundred and forty three thousand subscribers. And mm. I just watched one. It's insane. Like insane, the fight yeah. is over in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's fucking insane. So just I'll just add a link so you guys can know these sort of things exist. Yeah. Right? But holy shit. The, the only thing I would add is that yeah. uh, basically the power slap, I think for for people, for for you know those hardcore fans of, of mixed martial arts that, that are on the internet and all that, right? The power slap league right now is like what pickleball is to tennis players, uh, to tennis fans. Uh, I think a lot of tennis fans are very turned off by pickleball because it's like, you know, you mostly see like old people playing it and then now they're trying to, I think they're all trying to professionalize it and make it look cool and fun and, you know, a lot of tennis purists are afraid that pickleball will, might end up becoming more popular than tennis because it's so easy to play, so easy to pick up uh, and then it won't be as, as fun and cool anymore. La. So a lot of uh, UFC purists also are like, they they don't want power slap to succeed because to them it's like, this is crap. La. It's like, it's basically... It's not even, I mean, they don't even regard it as a sport or anything. Like, it's just basically two people. It's like you go to that kind of like like, like uh, college or a frat party or, and then two people are drunk and then they say, oh, let's do something and, and see see who, who can come out on top. And like, oh yeah, let's slap no, each other and see is, who, who still stays sober. Is, yeah. It's fun to watch. Like if that happens at a party, I will fucking right. watch. <laughs> as a spectator, la, it, but, let's say, it. but let's say it's, uh, it was your girlfriend uh, your, your, sorry, your wife, your wife, and one of her girlfriends, who suddenly like they're they're half drunk, and then it's that. Oh, would it be a great idea if we just slapped each each other in the face? So and for then, my like, wife Harish to be the slappy, there. is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then how would you? Would yeah, you still be? Oh, would be great. I'll just I'll, sit there and watch. I'll be there to watch. <laughs> no, no, this is <laughs> nimby to the max. Nimby. So this mm. would be uh like nim nimby equivalent for the wife. I'm like, no, that's uh, fucking stupid. Yeah. You don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your friends want to do it. Yeah. Whatever, go ahead. So, of course, if they're drunk and all, then you don't want them to just do stupid shit that they don't, they're not even aware of. Right. Like. Yeah. So, so, You're yeah, telling me a, you won't watch. You're telling me you won't watch. Also, by that measure, if it's people that I care about, I won't want them to do it. Like, right. So that's what yeah. that's what the power slap feels like. It feels like it's it's just uh, almost like a, a college party joke taken too far to the extreme where they make it a spot. <laughs> and then they literally have a role of someone who... He's meant to catch you when you when you faint, like when you collapse yeah. from the slap. So and you cannot defend yourself. Yeah. So the cool thing now is what they or the so called cool thing that they're trying to do is that they invite celebrities to be the the person catching you. Oh my god! So can you imagine oh like maybe one day Logan god. Paul or or the Rock or what is standing behind you and then you get slapped and then you fall into his arms and like and that is like the role of the celebrity. So I'm like, it's just so weird. It's just we're just celebrating uh, the, the the being able to assault each other. 
uh, without any without any immediate response, uh, you know. And that's that's Crazy what like. is that is there like really a a way to train for something like that? Whether it's like you know your neck muscles and all. And no, I think can what your neck muscles, how you slap your yeah. your rotation, your, your torso uh. rotation, all. Yeah, Home but how about the added? Home can train. Yeah, just why not? Why don't you add on things like being able to 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 you know move away from it, and then I guess it becomes it becomes boxing or martial arts. Yeah, really hard, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this is so that's this why it's, it's just those, stranger. It's, this there's a slapping purist lah. You think there are no purists mm. or slappers, right? Uh, there are purists everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so it's like <laughs> they should call it domestic abuse league. Uh. You know, those people are probably they're probably the best at it, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but who knows? We shall yeah. see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. I think we shall see what happens to Dana White, and we shall see whether Power Slap becomes successful. It happens. Right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, but uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, Segway King. How do I find Come a transition? On. Yeah. Come it's on. Fun, uh. Okay. I mean, I guess speaking of a slap in the face, lah. You know this this uh, person. Uh. This family received a huge slap in the uh, yeah, kind of a huge rude awakening, a big slap in the face when they found out something about the the HDB unit that they had bought and moved into. Uh yeah. and, and it's a it's a quite a big shocker, and I think it's quite fun to talk about. What what is this story? Um so there was a a family that moved into a HDB flat in Potong Pase mm. and uh apparently uh Two like two weeks after three weeks, three weeks after moving in, they found out the morbid history of that particular flat. Mm. And that is that in 2020, uh, 2020 mm. there were the skeletonized remains of the unit's previous owner mm. Mm. Uh, who had died in the flat yeah. and was undiscovered for a suspected nine years. Yeah, yeah. So the owner died in the flat. The windows were open. That's why apparently there was uh, no foul smell, which sounds a bit weird because every time someone dies in a flat, mm. undiscovered, you always hear the tip off to the police or the, the, the authorities being the smell. Yeah. But yeah, he, the body was so there for so long that it was a skeleton. Mm. Mm. And it was discovered only when the NEA wanted to do dengue checks. Yeah, that's right. It was discovered in July 2020. Nine and then, years, but yeah. these owners... These owners only found out three weeks after moving in. Like. Yeah. So why do you want to talk about this, Terrence? Um, I mean, it's a crazy story, right? Like, uh, for for the body to be found like uh, nine years later, and the fact that it still got sold and all is pretty interesting. But the, then you add mm. on top of that the fact that the owners, the people who bought it, um, uh, didn't do some a little bit of just googling or what lah. To, to find out that actually in December 2021, this was already reported. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> skeletal remains of a man found in Potong Pasir flat was put up for sale. I mean, the, as in the flat was put up for sale. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess if you're buying a place, you kind of just want to maybe Google a little bit. Would you? A little bit about Would you it, right? Google? Like I, I mean, I Googled uh, where I stay like when I was buying it. Yeah. But I mean, not the blog, lah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, in the in the article on twenty twenty one, they actually put the the blog and the 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 address. Mm. So, so so that's where it feels like. Wow. Now now before you buy your flat or, <laughs> or condo or any house, you have to Google whether Google. someone has died there before. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but but you think that the the owners who's the owners on is it on the the people who are buying the place to ask questions. Or is it on the property agent or, or, or what? Like like who's like like who I who was, who, who need, what should you re- have to reveal it and whose responsibility should it be? I would say it would be on the owners of the couple to ask la. Oh okay. Um, yeah. yeah, because I mean like the otherwise how much details you want to share mm-hmm. uh, of the previous owner they can be oh you know where you're sitting now they actually had sex yeah. there four times yeah cannot be, four right? babies were right? conceived cannot go four to, babies were conceived yeah, on this, babies, in this yeah. room right here <laughs> exactly yeah yeah. and then someone fell down there yeah. you know because uh, it gets slippery when the water mm. uh, overflows so so I would say it's on the owners of the the couple to mm. to find out la. but what about you uh? yeah to me it's like um, I mean people dying at home is not uh, it's not a rare occurrence either, like, right? Uh, mm. not 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 every, 
you know, not every death or what happens in a hospital bed or, or something. Sometimes some people, they're being taken care of at home and then they pass away in their sleep or whatever, like, right? So, yeah. the, you can't expect the, the, even the property agent, would he necessarily know entirely, like, the history of the place? He might not, you know? He or she might not, right? Um, mm, so, mm-hmm. it, yeah, like, 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 like you, like, I think it is up to the, the people buying and if they have an agent representing them as well to, to ask these questions, right? These basic questions. Uh, but also the bigger thing is, is even if they know already, is it that big a deal? Like, would you would it be a deal breaker for you if you were looking for a place, everything's perfect, location's perfect, the, the, the view is perfect, it's all good. Would it be, then they suddenly tell you, oh, by the way, this place, uh, yeah, this person died here and then he was his body wasn't recovered until many years later. Would it affect your decision about moving in or living in this place? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, I don't think so. Though, I will remember that I think after, shortly after me and my uh, fiancé then moved in, I did have a dream mm. that we came in for renovation mm. and just like when the renovation was happening and I caught wind of the contractors, like uh, one of them I think died. Mm. Wait, this is your dream? Uh? The the rest, you're, you're talking about a dream? In my dream. dream, okay, in my dream. Okay. Yeah, in my dream. The rest of them used the body to be part of the wall that they were like a divider that they mm, were building mm, I see, I see. and I saw them do it I see. Uh, either that or when I already moved in then I was knocking some some nail into the wall and it started crumbling and I saw a body staring at me mm. like, I think that's also influenced by the fact that we have been talking about a TV show idea around that concept yeah. Um, yeah. but I remember waking up and thinking oh fuck what the hell is in my walls yeah. but I mean it didn't last like. so that aside, I don't think this would, uh, uh, how you say, disturb me uh, for a, a bunch of reasons. Like, but broadly, I, I don't think so. For you? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, and, and given that the death was quite a number of years ago, like, right? It's, mm. a, I think it's a, actually, a, you know, uh, I wouldn't say it's comforting, like, right? But there's a bit of distance from, from that event, like. And uh, but the feng shui, all oh, how, bro, feng okay, shui. Then the one I can't, I can't help anyone because feng shui masters will tell you what you want to hear or don't want to hear, la. They will just, they will, they they will tell you exactly that. You see, the they know what what pushes your buttons. So you might get people telling you not to do that and all. But yeah, to me, it's like um, you know, every every building has history, la. Like maybe because Singapore, our public houses are all generally quite uh, you know, they only built in recent times, like, right? Talking about the last 50 years or so. But, you know, mm. when you're living overseas in, in, in New York or whatever, you, you can literally look up the history of your building and sometimes you're like, oh shit, there was a, there was a, you know, a, a, there was a butcher at the bottom of my building. A lot of animals died here and then, and, and, or there was a murderer who was staying in my building and then there were a lot of, there was a serial killer and all that. Literally, those were things that I was reading about a, a place that I, I lived in as well, like, you know? So, mm. I, I bet, but, in, in places like that, it's like, if you can get housing, you're very lucky already, right? So, you just take whatever you yeah. can get and, and worry about all those other things uh, another time. So, I mean, maybe in Singapore, because the public housing is, is so new. So, talking about history of a building, actually, there's not much history in a lot of these buildings. So, it's a very big big matter when, oh, someone actually died here before, that kind of thing. But in, in the larger scheme of things, it's not, it's not a big deal, yeah. I mean, I can still imagine like many people feeling like, oh, they would never live in a place like that. Yeah. But on the flip side, I can imagine a lot of people knowing that this, I do feel it would probably reduce the price slightly, mm. um, which means it's a good it's a good steal. It's a good buy because they might not give a shit. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, right. You're right, you're I, right. I can totally imagine. But but I think the nature of what the, the history also is something that influenced my decision because if it was like, let's say a murder or something like mm. right, Mm. I still think I'll be okay, but the fact that it was a death of a individual man doesn't bother me that much because mm. I think my thoughts around death also have changed over the years. Mm, like. Mm, mm. Uh, like, I remember when my dad passed away in 2013, mm. that was the first time it hit me like, oh shit, all of us are going to die at some point. Mm. Whoever, uh, uh, and it just became, okay, this is part of life. Yeah. You know, this, uh, it's, it's a natural thing. And mm. I don't know. It's almost weirdly comforting knowing that this man's last moments were in, bed. Were in the house. Oh, in the house I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it just feels like, okay, there's there's someone here. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why, but that was a thought that crossed, uh, crossed to me. Like, oh, we'll never be alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never be alone. 
But yeah, and, and, and don't forget, like, again, because all our buildings are so new, like, a lot of places literally are built on, on what were old cemeteries as well, right? Like, all of Bishan, mm. uh, I think, well, used to be a cemetery as well. Uh, so, uh, would you not stay in Bishan because of that? You know, like, you, you just, it's just part of, uh, part of what a building's history is. And then you kind of got, I think, over time, we, we just have to embrace that as part of history and not, not want to tear down everything because someone died or whatever happened there, right? Though I did read on Reddit that um, like some people did say that, okay, well, then what's the, the agent's role? Mm-hmm. I mean, the agents, I think generally the consensus was if the couples ask mm. and you know the fact, then you disclose. Yeah. But they pointed out, I think there was one unit, someone shared their own re- uh, response where someone else died in another flat mm. and the agent marked up the price <laughs> to be like eight, 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 eight. Eight, 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 or something saying that and the, the spiel was that all the misfortune that could have happened in this flat has already happened so now you're going to get it free of misfortune I think no one gave a shit like, no one bought that by like. paying it, 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 like. yeah and also because <laughs> there was a death there was a murder or something in the house already so all the misfortune like the Taken. quota fulfilled already <laughs> Taken already well that's quite a spin huh? that's quite a positive uh, spin quite huh? a spin man but yeah quite a spin I mean yeah so you know, I, I I can't imagine that the couple uh, will move out or anything like that, right? right? They 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 just probably will express shock about it, like, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but but yeah, so so I mean, the the good thing is the family doesn't seem too perturbed. Mm. Uh, in fact, I think they were quoted as saying their biggest worry now is a leak in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. So good, lah. I mean, yeah. maybe they're a bit more open-minded than than the. There are a lot of other people who are making a big hoo-ha about it, right? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. But interesting, interesting but yeah. thing to to discuss, uh, whether you would live in the place that where someone died in before, right? Yeah. I mean, chances are, I think it happens a lot more often than people think. Mm, I think so Maybe too. someone dies yeah. and then they just are brought to the, the funeral home. Yeah. Heck, or, I mean, don't, don't, say, don't say places someone died, right? Like literally, maybe things that you see on Carousel as well, right? Were from yeah. a family member who recently passed or something like that, lor. And 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. would that would that stop you from buying or using it? No, lah, right? You, you, it, it's it's a it's a. In fact, it's anything. If anything, it's good for the environment. It's 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 kind of like you pass it on to someone else who has use for the item and all that, lah, right? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So yeah, and every day, you know, in in some little way, you know, even if, not even if you're buying a house, if you're just buying stuff off carousel, you could be buying someone that used to belong to, uh, someone who recently passed. And it's, it's not, it's, you can't be superstitious about all these things, lah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's part of life, man. It's part of, part life. of life. All right, that's right. Um, but yes, yes. Shall we? Shall we move on to something a little more lighthearted and also a big part of life, which is uh, one short comment. That has come up yes. for you. Uh, what is your one short comment? Uh my one short comment is uh, a comment from from Pencil Brids mm. on our last podcast, which you admittedly have already responded to on Reddit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, because you are always there, apparently. Yes, yes, right? Yes. Um so basically we were talking about uh the the whether or not gay teachers um should come out in class to their students and all that. Um, and the commenter put, my friend works in an English tuition center and during one of the company gatherings where everyone had to talk about something from their childhood growing up, this American teacher said his most proud moment growing up was getting and shooting a gun. Mm. Uh, so it just felt like, uh, 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 yeah, like, um, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like, I thought it would be only originally be like overseas this happened, but tuition center, I think it's quite a Singapore thing. Like, mm, right? mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. So it just felt like, uh, I don't know, like, in this day and age, also for an American to say that feels like, hmm, okay, uh, interesting, like interesting. Mm, yeah, find, find, I find it a bit weird, like find it a bit weird, but, but yeah. I think my 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 reply to that was that actually, probably for a lot of Singaporean guys, uh, you know, firing a gun also is a part of your know, growing up that you remember as well, right? Whether positively or negatively, right? Because <laughs> of army. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, what was the first time you fired a gun? How do you feel? I mean, I thought, okay, this is cool, but I wouldn't say. I think it's one of those things that because everybody does it, mm. is like you wouldn't brag it to your friends. Yeah. Like you're like, hey, bro, I shot a gun. They're like, hey, you in NS, ah, uh, <laughs> blah blah blah. It's almost like in Singapore, if you are currently shooting a gun, 
People know you're an NS. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's not cool. It's not a flex. It's not, it's not a flex. Yeah. yeah, it's not cool. I mean, I will admit it's it was it's pretty exhilarating initially, right? The, the, when yeah. you fire a gun and the force of it and, and, and just the physics of, of the, the engineering marvel that goes into how a gun works and, and you know, smelling the, the gunpowder and all that. Gunpowder. Yeah, it's an interesting, yeah. very exhilarating feeling. But once you do it a lot more in the one and a half years that you're at NS and all, uh, it kind of loses the shine, right? And uh, that's yeah. why it's very, to me, like the last time I visited the US, it was quite comical when I walked into a Walmart and, and literally like there was a, they were selling PS, PlayStation games, then they were selling Nintendo Switch games and next to that they were selling ammunition, uh, you know, for, for small firearms. Like. And and uh, yeah. I just found it funny because it's almost like, the, the way it's glamorized, almost like a, a lifestyle, uh, you know, something that a real American does, you know, own a gun and, and shoot guns and, and wear camouflage and shoot animals and, and hunt them. The, the way that it's almost like glamorized, like a lifestyle, it's so different from our experience of it. Like, like ah, go and collect ammo again. Ah, the one, I don't want to collect ammo. Ah, later I have to go and like, later I lose the ammo, then I get in trouble, I get charged, that kind of thing. We are so averse to having to do it, like, you know, in Singapore, compared to how Americans view uh, firearms and ammunition and all. Uh, it's quite, it's yeah. quite comical, like, the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Well, what about you? What was what was your one short comment? Uh, one short comment is actually the the responses to, I think Jungle Jimbo was asking Harish to review Avatar since you loved it so much, but there since then there have been a couple other people who have come forward with their responses about the Avatar themselves, like <laughs> uh, ZZ uh-huh. Way and Hot Garbage Comics who have watched uh Avatar two, and uh, yeah, they they're interesting. They just came forward to share their thoughts about it. Uh yeah, so notwithstanding what Har- whatever Harish is gonna say, so I think it's quite uh quite interesting takes, uh about about the the show that is about to cro- about to, uh beat my favorite movie from last year, Top Gun Maverick, in the in the I think in, glo- in global box office, so yeah, it's a uh, I haven't seen the movie myself. I'm not sure if I will actually watch it in the I probably will uh, yeah at some point, but uh yeah, it, it, do share your thoughts about it so. We can get some discussions going, and 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 uh, you you haven't seen it yourself, right? Even though you you mentioned you haven't. wanted to. Yeah. Have you seen I it? Haven't. You haven't. I right? haven't seen it. Yeah. Seen are you, have you planned? Are you planning to go and see it already? As as you made plans already. Not yet. Not yet. I'm still trying to find not someone yet. else who will watch it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably watch it alone. Okay. Uh-huh. And there's nothing wrong with watching a movie alone. Yeah, yeah, it's okay? okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong. It's not, yeah. it's not. It's just slumber party 2024 And then you watch every time too. Yeah. Correct, correct. But yes. But yeah. And what about your your one shock thing, man? Uh my one shock thing is kind of like uh I, I'm just also just I do want to I can't wholeheartedly recommend it for everyone to watch it, but I think if you watched the first season of uh, Alice in Borderland, a Japanese Netflix mm. show, uh about a dystopian future in which people are you know, they have to play they have to play very, very uh, sinister, very uh, twisted games to survive in this alternate world, that uh, alternate dimension that they've been blasted into. Uh, if you watch yeah. season two of that, I'm very curious what people think about it. Because I've I've heard very mixed reactions from influencers and all that as well. The first season was awesome. First season was, was a lot, very engaging, a lot of fun. But season two was uh, a bit different. So I do want to put it as a one shoot thing because I found it, you know, generally enjoyable. Uh, so I just want to hear what people think about it as well. I have watched it and think about it. Alice in Borderland season two, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Because yeah, I've 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 heard that it's good. Mm. Um, but haven't haven't got onto it yet. Right now, I'm still watching Witcher mm. uh, season two. I see, I see. And it's good, man. Got it. Got yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay. And what yeah, is your one shoot cool. thing? Uh, my one stroke thing is like um, last week I was I, I was just looking for one of those NPR tiny desk concert videos to to just uh, veg out to and and uh, came across Maggie Rogers. Have you heard of Maggie Rogers? No, I haven't. Like um, she's this like folk pop singer from the the US that um, I think first when like first blew up in twenty sixteen, mm. um, and now she's. Uh, she was nominated for a Grammy uh, in, for Best New Artist that year and she had a, a her album come out in 20, I think not too long ago because mm. uh, in between she completed her degree at, at Harvard and all that. But what 
what my one shock thing in particular is the song that blew her up. Like, mm. It's called Alaska. Mm. Um, and there's a video on YouTube because she was doing um, a course at, I think, NYU. And just so happened, like, uh, Pharrell came mm. uh, okay. to be, like, the guest speaker. Uh, and kind of, like, he spoke to the small class of students. And a few of them came up and played, like, the song they were working on. Mm. Um, so the first few that come up, he gives them some notes. He gives them some stuff. And the one clip that went viral is uh, Maggie Rogers comes out and she's quite a quite an awkward person, but very, very sincere, very genuine. And mm. she talks about how, you know, she's learned folk and she never thought she would do anything outside of folk. Then she went for an exchange in Berlin. Her friends forced her to go clubbing and she had a spiritual experience with dance music. Mm-hmm. She came back and then she plays the song, right? Yeah. And you can just see for the whole song, Pharrell, you can see him being blown away in real time. Mm. Um and because they are both listening to the song, you can see her glance at him, then he glances at her, then she looks away, then she starts rocking her head to the music, then he rocks his head to the music. Mm. And and after that, he said he had no notes for the song. La, and, and that went viral. Mm. And I think shortly after, there were multiple labels trying to sign her. La. Oh, wow. But yes. just the video, the reaction is so awkward, but so so pure. La, so pure. Mm. It's, it's awesome. I, I, I love that video. I love that video. And Pharrell just, is just blown away and she's so awkward about it. It's so nice to watch. How recent was this Pharrell thing, uh, Maggie Rogers? 2016. That oh, happened in 2016. 2016. Okay, okay. So, yeah, but when I, was, when I was listening to the NPR thing, I was like, oh shit, who, who is this person? And then I Googled and then I came across this. I was like, oh my God, that's cool. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, so cool, so cool. Nice. So cool. But yeah, that was my one show thing. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we're done with the first week of uh uh 2023 yeah. and more to come. We'll be back next week. Mm.